Hello, this is Owen. And Anna. And we're here, here to inspire and empower you to become financially free. And today's episode is... All about Mr. W.B., the famous Warren Buffett. So Warren Buffett is a really interesting character. He's recognised as the most successful investor in the history of the planet. And we get the good fortune to go and see him at his AGM every year, which is always the first Saturday of May. Going back to his original beginnings, at age 11, in 1942, right in the middle of World War II, he had the, the uh, courage and the confidence to invest $114 to buy three shares of a company. So he's got 77 years experience now in the market. He's 88 years of age. Yeah, uh, he shared that with us live in the AGM in 2018, which yes. was fantastic. He had the newspaper even from the 1942. The day that he invested, the, the headlines in the newspaper looked like Armageddon. It looks like the world was going to yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. And he had the confidence to go and invest. We've been researching him and watching videos and going to his AGM, so we know him well, well, reading his books, you name it. At 12, at age 12, he had read all the books on financial education in the public library in Omaha, where he was from. That has been a constant in his life, education. So much so that he gives grants, a lot of his money goes to grants, to grants that he gives to children to, to learn. And actually, we met somebody here in Dublin. Yeah, we were, at the, we were at the, the tour of the Guinness factory in Dublin. Yeah. We were queuing up and we got talking to the lady um, in the queue behind us and she happened to be from Oman, Nebraska. And he says, oh, wow, we're going there in May. And she says, yeah, that's where I'm from. And uh, thanks to Warren Buffett, I'm now um, a university student abroad, financed by the grants. And I said, we said, what did you have to do to qualify that? And she says, we, you have to excel. Um, and then once you come in the top of the class, you get grants from the Warren Buffett. And we were doing the maths on the amount of grants he paid out that year. And I think it was something ridiculous, like $12 million he paid to her, her and her fellow students to be further educated. And um, when it comes to his children, what's his... Yeah, with his children, it's the same thing. Actually, in one of the AGMs, there was a baby, and he started to, it started to cry, remember? At the very beginning. At the very beginning, and he said, oh, that's somebody from my family knowing my policy about inheritance, inheritance yeah. because everything, everything that Warren Buffett gives to his children and his family is for education and education only. Yeah. Nothing else. That's so it. Not even alone. Exactly. If they come to him with any project that involves them getting educated and further improving themselves, he'll finance it one hundred percent. But nothing uh, else he won't finance. So let's talk about his vision. He famously told his wife when he was very young that he he said, "I will be the richest man in the world." So he created a future vision of himself, and he spent the rest of his life pulling himself towards that. And he's constantly in the top five richest people on the planet, depending on. Uh, him and Warren Buffett and Carlos Slim and now Jeff Bezos. So they're always competing Bill for Gates. The, Bill Gates. They're always competing for the top uh, spot. But he, many times over the past, certainly the past 20, 20, 25 years, he has been the richest man in the world. He's always used the compound interest in his favor. And actually, over the years, he was criticized because he didn't give anything away. And the reason why he was not doing that is because he had told his first wife that when he died, she was going to manage all the money that he would have accumulated over his life. Little he knew that she was going to go first. And, and then she started giving money away. And his children, actually, two boys and one girl, 
they are administering the charities that she put in place, her mother, exactly, their mother. Exactly, so yes. he always knew he was going to give a lot of money to charity, but he didn't want to give it early because he knew it would affect compound interest. Um, so let's look at the, the team behind uh, the Warren Buffett Berkshire Hathaway organization. Yeah, we have uh, Warren Buffett, who is clearly high green, and we've talked about this high behavioral green means, High green means uh, very thorough, very analytical. Yeah, and then we have a high red, who is Charlie Munger. His business partner, yeah, who's 95 years of age, phenomenal guy. So um, for all, they've worked together for over 50 years. They, they basically really get on well with each other. In fact, they, they, they adore they each, other each other a big time. Yeah. And so what... Charlie Munger has been able to bring to the table is to be able to pull the trigger on investment. So there comes a point where maybe um, Warren would maybe analyze a little bit more, but Charlie says, no, it's time to do the deal. So that's the power of their, of their, um, yeah. their, their way they work well together. But underneath them then? Underneath there's a team of people working for Berkshire Hathaway. I've seen in, uh, in one of the documentaries that there was a, a picture, a photograph of them all. And in 20, for 25 years, it was the 50 same people. They were getting older, but they were the same people. And he told us also life that he doesn't believe in, uh, in uh, what is this? Resources, uh, personal resources. Human resources. Human resources, sorry, human resources. human resources, because they all get along so well. And they are all there with, uh, with something definite into, into their heads, which is, invest in people, they have a code of honor and they have this purpose to serve. So yes. getting not getting along well. If you're not in alignment with the with the ideology of the company then just they're, you're they're, not there. Their intent is so pure that they don't exactly. focus on they have no egos, they have no self serving. It's all about service to others, it's all about serving their yeah. shareholders. And it's quite funny, Charlie Munger says when we buy a company and there's an economist in the company, straight away we figure we've got one employee too many. <laughs> so they're not into fluff, they're not into waffle, they're not into BS. They're, they're down to pure results and investing in people. Yeah, and also they leave them alone. When they buy a company, because we, they buy so many shares that they could be in, on the board, they say, if if ain't broken, we won't fix it. Exactly. We just let them be. So let's talk a little bit about Warren's characteristic. One thing we've noticed about him is he's extremely frugal. He owns a still the same house he bought over 30 years ago, or longer, maybe 50 years ago. He bought a house for $31,000, and he still lives in that self-same house today. He never buys a brand new car, always drives second-hand, because he says, the world looks at me as an example, and who am I to buy a brand new car? The minute I drive it out of the showroom, it's lost 30% of value. So that's not a great example uh, as an investor. And food? What is the things he does for the food? food. Every morning, his wife gives him the exact amount to buy his breakfast, and the breakfast is two something and three something dollars only. He drives through um, McDonald's drive-through and gets, depending on how much money his wife gave him, he has breakfast number one or breakfast number two. He walks the talk in the sense that he's eating his own business because he owns shares. Of <laughs> because he owns shares of McDonald's. Yeah. Incredible guy. When you think about it, he. He's responsible for over $400 billion, $170 billion in, in publicly traded companies, $130 billion in privately owned companies, and about $100 billion cash, which he keeps as a float, because a lot of his businesses are insurance businesses, and if there was a, um, a major disaster, he wants to be able to have cash to, to pay people, to honor his word and pay out his insurance policies quickly and settle quickly. So all of that, he pays himself as much as how much? 100000 Dollars to manage um, a year. Billion. That's all. One hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year. Extremely, For the US, it's not. It's, it's extremely frugal and, yeah. and modest man. 
Exactly. So as we talked about, one of the reasons he's so successful, he has a true sense of purpose to serve his shareholders. They come first, he comes second. What we noticed about them the very first time I took Anna to his first AGM about five years ago, um, she, so was, funny. she was um, not really <laughs> that knowledgeable of what they were saying. Maybe, me meaning I didn't have a clue. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't follow what they were saying. But basically she got this feeling that they love what they do, they love each other, they're having good fun, absolutely having good fun. They come from a position of joy and humor, very, very witty, very funny. Oh, very much um, so. If you've ever watched the, the, Muppets. Uh, the Muppets and the two old guys up on the balcony looking down, kind of slagging each other, or t you know. Yeah, pretty much like that, with a lot of love, a lot of love. Exactly. And, I mean, they are ancient. Between the two of them, they have like 88 plus 95. Yeah. I mean, you do the addition. 183. All those years, and they, they don't think of stop working or anything like that. They just do what they love. They absolutely love what they do, and that's the fuel that keeps them going. Actually, in the case of Warren Buffett, it's not the food. No. His own uh, daughter said the only strawberry, the no, the only fruit that he eats is some random strawberry that could be on top of a cake. Yes. And that's yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, hopefully he stays alive for a lot uh, more to come. The fact that his partner, Charlie's 95 and he's 88, well, that's inspiring him to stay live longer. But we would highly suggest that you join us one year for the trip. Put in your diary, 2nd of May, 2020, always the first Saturday of May. Make sure you get to meet this wonderful man and his partner yeah. and his team. And if you can go, go there live, because the energy in the room is amazing, Phenomenal. absolutely amazing. He and can, they don't do anything to warm us up. It's just their presence. It's just They can hold a stadium of 40,000 people in awe and in silence for seven and a half hours. Bill Gates is in the front row taking notes. Uh, Jack Vogel, the founder of Vanguard, is there. It's a, it's a Woodstock for investors. Yeah, they stream it live, but it's not the same. It's like yeah. watching soccer yeah. when you're there or when you're not. So, okay, so thank you for listening to the podcast. Let us know what you liked about it. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about in, in future podcasts. This podcast is designed to create a safe space for you to learn, grow and prosper within. We'll show you what has worked for us so you can copy it to help you be successful yourself. We will be with you side by side all along the journey, supporting you every step of the way, helping you to succeed. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. See you in the next podcast. Yeah, thank you, Owen. Bye-bye.